0: everyone, welcome to AgileCast, a podcast for the Agile community from Zact. At Zact, we are a group of passionate Agilists who live, breathe and talk Agile. One of our core values in passion is knowledge sharing and contributing to the community. While we organize the biggest Agile meetups in North India, we also contribute by publishing blogs and papers. Well, of late, we have fallen in love with the format of podcasts and so we decided to come up with Agile Cast. Agile Cast is an attempt to strengthen and enrich the community and try making Agile a Zack science. As part of this initiative, we will be picking up trending topics and pertinent questions related to the world of Agile and product development. We will be sharing our experiences here through this platform. In today's podcast, we will talk about something that I have been intrigued with for some time now. The very interesting concept of personas, which is a key aspect of user journey mapping. While user journey mapping helps us visualize our customers journey with our product by exploring the touch points interactions and user experience on the whole, Personas help us understand our customers better. So, what are Personas? Why do we create them? How do we create them? These are some of the questions we would like to address today through this podcast. So, let us start with an introduction to Personas. Well, Personas was introduced by Alan Cooper. Alan Cooper was a noted pioneer and software developer who proposed the concept of a user persona. He started using a prototype of what would become Personas by using data from informal interviews with around 7-8 to users. So what are Personas? Basically, Personas represent our end-users or let us say our target customers who will use our interface. Let us take this further and ask ourselves, what is the problem that personas help us address? To understand this better, let us take a reference from Roman Pichler's website. Roman Pichler considers personas as a powerful method to describe the users, which further helps to make the right product decisions. To quote Roman Pitchler, personas offer a great way to capture the users and the customers along with their needs. They are fictional characters that have a name, relevant characteristics such as a role, activities, behaviours, attitudes and finally also a goal which is the problem that has to be addressed or the benefit that should be provided. The first step towards writing the right user stories is to understand our target users and customers. After all, user stories want to tell a story about the users using our product. If we don't know who the users are and what problem we want to solve, then it's impossible to write the right stories and we might actually end up with a long wish list rather than a description of the relevant product functionality. Well, that's quite a detailed understanding shared by Roman Pitchler. So we understand that the personas represent and create realistic and reliable reference to our target segments. Personas help us understand our customers better as they describe as well as detail out our end users' preferences. While personas also have a persona group similar to actors, additionally they also have many other characteristics such as fictional names, job titles and major responsibilities. They also have demographics such as age, education, ethnicity and family status. As part of persona mapping, we also identify the goals and tasks our customers are trying to complete using our product. That is, basically, personas reflect in-depth details about the target group they are trying to represent. Therefore, the purpose of personas is to create close to real representation of our target customers based on quantitative and qualitative research. This is highly critical as our personas are only as good as our research. Now let us move on to the next important aspect. How do we build personas? Well, user research is considered to be one of the best ways for us to get a better understanding of the customers for whom we are designing the product for. Some of the commonly used techniques include, but not limited to, our User interviews and inquiries, focus groups and surveys. These techniques help us interact with our actual end users and also understand their expectations, needs and goals. So basically, the personas we create should reflect as is customers and not future customer behavior. It is also assumed that around 3 to 8 personas should be largely sufficient. Let us cite an example here. Assume we are working on our product. Let us try to create personas here for our product. Let us start with the persona group. This should be our target group, basis customer segmentation. Let us now add the first name and a last name. Now few characteristics like the gender. Next comes the age. Age here could be a number or a range. Family status is to be next. Then let us add educational qualifications. Next comes the geographical location which is also an important attribute. Next in line is the occupation. Here we can add the job title, major roles and responsibilities, aspirations and career goals as well. And last but not the least, let us now add the purpose or the goals for product usage, That is the tasks being carried out by the customer while using the product. Herein We also specifically list out the challenges and shortcomings. That is the problems we are trying to address, basis, the user's pain points. This will also help us set the future expectations. Now that we have created our persona, let us also try to figure out if it's good enough. So does the persona we created help us understand our user better in terms of their goals, their challenges, and their expectations from our product? If the answer to these questions is yes, then yes, a persona will definitely help us build better solutions for our target user. It's now time to share some useful tips. Let's take reference from Roman Pichra's website again, wherein he has shared the 10 tips for creating Agile Personas. Let us discuss them. Tip number one, get to know the users. Well, Roman Pitchler suggests that while creating personas, one needs to put aside any ideas about the desired user experience and the product features. The characters need to be described according to the market insights and should not be made to fit our ideas and assumptions tip number two keep the personas concise roman pitchler insists that we should not add irrelevant details such as a cute pet we should only include information that will help us make informed decisions about the user interactions the visual designs the product functionality and the user experience on the whole. Tip number 3 Distinguish user and buyer personas We should create separate user and customer personas whenever the users and the customers are not the same people. This will allow us to capture the user and the customer specific needs and It will also make conflicting goals visible upfront. Tip number four. Choose a primary persona. Whenever we create several personas for a product, we should always choose one primary persona. The primary persona here would be the character we mainly design and build the product for. However, if we find it difficult to choose one primary persona, this may actually indicate that our target market is too large. In that case, we need to reconsider resegmenting the market or introducing product variants. Tip number 5. Make personas believable. Our personas should help the development team View the product from actual end-user perspective. To achieve this, a personas must be made believable by creating them basis first-hand user research and giving them names and characteristics and other attributes to make them realistic. Tip number six. Focus on the main benefit or Problem we are trying to address. Roman Pitchler suggests that we need to select one main problem or benefit. That is, the true reason why the persona would want to use or purchase our product. This creates focus and facilitates effective decision making. If we feel that the other persona goals are also very important, then we need to prioritize the goals and put the primary ones at the top. Tip number 7. Connect Personas and User Stories We should use Personas in the scenarios, the workflows and the user stories. Our primary persona should be the protagonist in our user stories. Tip number 8. Visualize your personas. Our personas should be accessible to everyone involved in the development. Another important tip. Tip number 9. Do not forget to adjust your personas. Roman Pitchler suggests that we should update our persona descriptions as we learn more about the users, And customer needs, product increments and MVPs. This is particularly useful in an agile context. So, to inspect and adapt is also a key here. That is, rewrite personas or start with new ones if there is a change in strategy or user segmentation. Last but not the least, tip number 10. Recognize when personas are not appropriate? Well, Roman Pitchler recommends that while personas are a powerful tool, there are instances when they are not appropriate. If we create a product that serves a small user group, then working with personas may not be necessary. Therefore, it is imperative for us to understand when the personas are appropriate and when they are not. So, these were the 10 tips offered by Roman Pitchler on his website. And they surely provide in-depth insights. These tips, I hope, will definitely help us create effective personas. Another view that we often get to hear about is, can personas and actors be used interchangeably? Let's address this point as well. We must have observed that in many of the techniques like in use cases, we use actors. Through use cases, we depict the workflow between systems. Here use cases define a process and the step-by-step guidelines to achieve the same. So the focus is more on how and in what sequence or order The work is expected to be performed. So basically, we would define the actor in this context as an entity who plays a specified role in a system. So actors represent an external system, a group, or a person. For example, the actors here could represent an admin user or a reviewer profile. Whereas Through personas, we create fictional but realistic representation of our target audience, complete with names, demographic attributes, and even personal character traits. That is, through personas, we create individual customer profiles with their goals, challenges, and expectations. Therefore, actors and personas are not to be used as synonyms, or interchangeably as they are not the same like we just understood. So to conclude, while personas are fictional characters that are factually a close to real representation of our target customers, personas also help us understand our customers' challenges and expectations and address them to enhance solutions. Personas provide a face to our customers. And we literally get into our customers' shoes. This helps us build enhanced products and provide our customers with better, efficient and effective solutions. So with this, we wrap up our session for today. We hope it was helpful. Thank you. Happy Bursanthikin.